0: It's noon here on Monday, February 27th, and this is news that you can use from Edge, from our worldwide headquarters in downtown Bethesda, Maryland, even though it looks like we're sitting in my kitchen, with your hosts, Ray and Zach. How are you today, Hanson?
1: I'm doing great, Dad. Um, I forgot that now with you back, I can I can use OBS again. So, wow. All right. This is good. Give me one quick second, gang. We've got great news. Yeah. Truly some of the best Monday news we've had. In a long time, and let me go ahead again. I was not prepared for this, so let me get the window up. Give me one second. Give me one second. Boom! Right there. Right there. What? Honda reintroduces LX trim, slashing Civic and CRVs base prices.
0: Hey, somebody's paid attention to us. <laughs> Congrats, community.
1: The 2023 <clears throat> Civic now starts at under 25,000, and the 2023 CRV slides in just under. Thirty thousand dollars dropping by thirty two hundred bucks. I'm gonna pull up an article we had written a while ago talking about the vehicles that had the most significant price increases year over year. What are your initial thoughts on this, dude, Dad?
0: Well, I, I just gotta say, I mean that 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 pickup truck for sale behind that looks so cool. It does. It, it does. really does. That that is one of my favorite pieces of art. Is, Why you is- bought it? Well, yeah, I just, you know, being a car guy, what was the question again? Thoughts on Honda
1: <laughs> bringing back their base trim level. And for those of you who are unfamiliar, they literally said, we are not going to make the LX trim because it's more profitable for us to make other vehicles. Yes. And now they've come back and said there's
0: actually unprecedented demand for cheap cars. Go figure. You know, when when the average transaction price in America approaches for a new car, approaches uh, $50,000. And the average uh, transaction price for like F-Series pickups approaches $66,000. Yeah, it's time for manufacturers to reintroduce some base level vehicles. Are the profit margins as high in those as it is in the other vehicles? Absolutely not. Is there a strong need and desire for those vehicles? Yes, by plenty of Americans who find themselves priced out of the market yeah. because of average transaction prices and what the average interest rates are today. So it is really, really good news that Honda has heated the desires of the public to bring out or bring, a, bring back more of their lesser expensive vehicles so that those who want to get new instead of overpaying for a pre-owned car will be able to do so. And you've got to think they're the first...
1: Of what should be a wave of likely, I'm going to say first likely, domino, the first domino to fall. Yeah, because we we've seen and I'll pull that data up on the screen. We can look at it all together. We saw and we I think we reviewed this data a little bit. Yeah, the week, other Dad. day. Yeah. yeah, this is from Cox Automotive. Six years, what do they know <laughs> six years worth of trends. <laughs> yes, of uh, MSRP's. You've yeah. got blue line are starting MSRP's under twenty five thousand dollars. You've got green lines starting MSRPs are over $60,000. Mm. 78% decline in under $25,000 cars, 163% appreciation in new cars that cost more than $60,000. We talk about it all the time the affordability crisis. GM wakes up and they say, Oh, our dealer's lots are getting too full. Let's not lower the prices. Let's stop production. Honda's executives wake up and they say, Oh, we can't produce enough cars. We're already struggling to do that. But we see there is, quote, unprecedented demand mm-hmm. if we build inexpensive vehicles. Again, what do they do? They renege on their original decision to just build more expensive vehicles. Shame on you, General Motors. Congratulations, Honda. First domino to fall of likely many.
0: There are I, There's a vast majority of people out there who would like to be able to buy a new car, but are absolutely priced out of the market in with the current conditions and with the current starting prices for so many models. Um, You know, your, your sister and and her husband, you know, they ended up with a CX five because it was a brand new one because it was under $30,000. And, and, you know, between the two of them, they make a decent living. Yeah. um, But they didn't want to put themselves so far in debt that it didn't make sense. So there are many, many people that are looking for reasonably priced quality transportation options out there. Obviously, we know Honda makes fine quality product. Yep. To have a CRV under $30,000, to have a Civic under $25,000, just means that there are more people out there now that can find themselves in a Honda, and eventually, as they're earnings increase and their lifestyle increases, they can move themselves from the base model that they're in to a higher trim level going forward. But it gives Honda the opportunity to capture these people when they're young and re- and hopefully retain them as customers for life, or at least a very, very long time. Yep. And so I am, um, I'm glad to see that they've decided to bring back some of their lower priced lower mm-hmm. trim level vehicles uh, making them uh, more affordable for more people.
1: And let's do a quick let's do it live. Let's do a quick search over on cars. I want to see how many LX Hondas are out there right now because Honda the spokesperson said there are some that are already yeah. trickling into dealer lots. And then let's also do LEs. I'm going to look at Toyotas really and, quick.
0: And, and if I and while you're doing that, I mean I can tell you that when I worked and ran the mini store you know, we we brought in very few base Cooper Um, and that's because the owner just you know he there there wasn't a big profit margin in them, and he didn't think anybody would want them. But whenever I insisted that we order some, I don't think they sat around for more than a week to ten days before they got sold because there were plenty of customers that were just looking for. The base model vehicle because they knew that's all they could afford, Um, and and so, yeah, you're, you're not making as much per car as you would like, but you've created a customer that you can perhaps keep for life. Uh, you know, you have to look long term and not just short term.
1: Hundred percent, Dad. Hundred yeah. percent. So here we go, Dad. I just did it live, and we can okay. all take a peek. I did new. Uh, Honda Civic LX. Okay. Nationwide search. We've got 32 of them. 32. Wow.
0: wow. Not that many. Uh, but well, one, I would say not that many. There's one right up the street
1: there, Yeah. Yeah. And this one, it's interesting. They've had it for 160 days on the lot. We've got our negotiability score. It's the last day of the month. So that's why you're seeing that. Okay.
0: And 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 if I may, yep. uh, I believe that's Oarsman. Yep. Okay. If I may, they do not have that car. I would, I would bet dollars to donuts that that car does not exist that that car would not have been sitting on the lot for 160 days unless, of course, it's a demo and they decided not to sell it. It is a 2022, Deb. Yeah, uh, so are you telling me in 2022 that somebody wouldn't have come along and purchased a Honda Civic in a good-looking color for 160 days? Not buying that for an instant. Now, what we don't know Hmm. is, and we know that, Oarsman has some uh, pretty creative uh, additional (laughs) uh, products that they add to their vehicle. Yeah, that's probably exactly Uh, what it is. Yeah, What we don't know is exactly how much more they're they're actually asking for the vehicle. Well, I don't know. Once you get in there,
1: we are working on a way that uh, we can crowdsource that information from the community. But anyway, there's an example. There's 32 of them nationwide. We can do LEs in a little bit let's go to the chat here dad from john rumor has it that on april 1st ford is making another across the board increase across all models johnny car care reviews channel said we know giant tunes in here so thanks for for sharing that information john with us and thanks Uh, yeah i
0: haven't heard heard that either doesn't mean it doesn't mean that it isn't so doesn't mean that it won't happen um you know i i i'd be interested to see um when that information actually becomes public and and we see it in automotive news and some of the other automotive publications.
1: We are going to take some time to talk about Ford in a few minutes here. We've got from John, you're hundred percent right, Ray. I'd love to replace my nine-year-old car, but I can't bring myself to do it. I can afford it, but I still can't bring myself to do it out of principle. And we've got here from or Tres, excuse me. Uh, I will say that when I was buying a CRV, I saw a few 23 Accord LXs on the lot. So there you go. Good news from Honda. Hopefully it influences the rest of the industry. We hope it does, obviously. Now that we had some other news we talked about on the Saturday night stream, but if you weren't around for that, we had random from car questions answered. It was a good conversation. There was a subprime dealer and subprime lender, uh, American Car Centers. They went under last week. And I was doing a little bit of digging, found even more information about the ongoing, I'm going to just call it financial I can't use the word crisis because that has such a connotation, but here's a piece of research that came out from a website called Jerry. They do insurance related things. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which we have our insurance agencies to save money. Laura started working with our insurance agents. She's saving money on her insurance, which makes Yay. me happy. Dara got her insurance. Yeah. Makes me happy. yeah. You know who didn't? Yeah, you didn't. Cause you, did. it didn't save you any money. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Gen Z and millennials spend bigger chunks of their paycheck on car payments. Look at this. Less than 10% is pink of your take-home pay being spent on a car payment. Yes. Look at Boomers. Look at Gen X. Look at Millennials. Look at Gen Z. Hmm. 11 to 15%. Hmm. 16 to 20%. Hmm. 21 to 30%. More than one in 10 Gen Zers spending more than a fifth of their income, a fifth to a third of their income, on a car payment. 41 to 50%. More than 10% of Gen Zers are spending 40 to 50% of their take-home pay on a car payment. So we were talking about, obviously, on Saturday, the fact that this subprime dealer, subprime lender, went yes. under Carvana's, lost billions of dollars. Like, it seems like there's only, like, some yes. cracks yes. in the used car market emerging, some some concerning signs in the financial markets because of it. You don't have to look that far to see that, like, young people. We've got some data that's interesting. Delinquency rates in Texas are higher than in other states and in the South. Like, there's some concerning uh, uh, things going on when you start to look at the used car market. Dealerships closing, people uh, t- spending more than they can actually afford. It's not a, it's not a pretty sight. Well, I, 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 you know,
0: it. some of them aren't necessarily spending more than they can actually afford. They just don't understand how they might really need to appropriate their their income. Yeah. Uh, you know, they they could be appropriating too large a percentage of their income to the vehicle that they're driving as opposed to other things. Um, it would seem to me. That you would want to spend less on the vehicle and maybe, maybe by doing that, the money you're saving, you could actually put into a 401k or an IRA or something yeah. so that you can prepare for your future, um, uh, you know, because God only knows if uh, Social Security uh, will, will <laughs> exist when when your generation is ready to retire.
1: It is kind of similar to what we've seen with um the share of luxury vehicles being sold as well. So we've seen in in was it January data, yes, one in five on. new cars sold was a luxury car. Yes. Does that not have something to do with and, and also tying with the younger people spending more of their income? It's this aspirational buying. Like I I have to f- I have to flex on them. I have to have something cool. I think that's partly driving it.
0: You know, when I when I first started in, in the business in nineteen seventy seven. Yeah. I think it was, um, and and eventually made my way to working to uh, hiring dealerships. And the one thing I realized when I did that is, we didn't see a lot of young people necessarily coming in to buy Acura's. Okay. I mean, there was, a, you know, there, there was there was a, a, a younger subset that came in for the integrity. Yeah. Because that's what the Integra was intended for. Was it was an entry level Acura to get people used to uh, a, a higher, uh, more upgraded vehicle, but it was affordable and kids could look at that, you know. But then you would get into the TL and the RL and 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 people didn't, people weren't as inspired in the in the nineties and the early two thousands to stretch for a car that said they had accomplished or maybe accomplished something in their life as they seem to be today. At that time, people seem to want to want to stretch more for a home than an automobile.
1: At that time or you're saying at, now?
0: No, at that time. Yeah, yeah. And, and today... It's the car. It, You know, the young... Younger, it's generation. watches
1: and it's cars, well, it's jewelry, I should say. Yeah, cars. yeah, yeah, uh, and and it's so, gouty things, dad. That's what it is. I see it gouty, it's it's showy. It's uh, it's it, I I see some comments in here, don't you love social media? I do think that's a huge component to this. You see, I see it with my peers, they want to own the nice car, they want to flex. Well, that's they because show be,
0: that's because yeah, there's so many uh, influencers, okay. And, and what people have to realize is, well, the influencers are getting their stuff for free. Okay.
1: That's my truck right there. That's
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. That and, and if I, remember, it has no papers, no papers. Uh, no papers. Um, so that it's, it's, it's a slightly different mindset today. Definitely. Um, you know, it was, it, it was an older clientele that was stretching for those luxury vehicles. Um, earlier in my career than what it is today. Yeah, mm. it's different. It's it's just a different mindset. I, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, over stretching for a car as opposed to stretching for a house.
1: So you're and let's just let's just hit on this really quickly. Your rule is no more than 10% of your take home should go towards a car payment and ten, car ten. payment being not just the loan. It's every car expense, the car expense. Yes. What's the most you think when you re- reflect, because we just pulled up the data, some Gen Zers out there, yeah. one in 10 Gen Zers that owns a car is spending 40 to 50% of their take home on their car. They're crazy.
0: They're What's the been... most you
1: think you ever spent on a car payment? Total, total car payment in a month. I mean, what
0: what, what would it have been when you owned an MDX, maybe? Yeah, but I was buying the MDXs right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I... Well, yeah, and we had kids, young kids, young <laughs> drivers, the insurance went up. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably when I, but, but, you know, we were in a position that we could, it, it still it wasn't, wasn't 40% of your It, wasn't, it wasn't 40%, <laughs> uh, you know, between the dual income family. You know, as a single, in, I mean, what do I spend now? $600 a month? I, I don't know. Oh, more than that <laughs> you know, and 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 i question and and literally i question my sanity for doing it for sure um you know uh i've had the car 10 months i have 2700 and some miles on. but
1: why is this so important when you put it into the context of the lead story over on auto finance news the fact that a subprime auto lender american car center closes for business because, guys, the way that they funded that business was by getting bonds that were securitized, backed by their loan portfolio. In the past five years, they had done $1.2 billion in ABS deals. They brought in $1.2 billion of, of operating capital that was securitized, backed by the fact that their loan portfolio, those people were going to pay off their loans. They were then going to be able to pay back the, the mm-hmm. bond issuers and, uh, and, and everyone would be happy. Well, they went out of business because they just tried to do another $220 and no one would pay for it. No one would buy it. No one would
0: lend the money. And
1: why is that? Because they're looking at the same data we're looking at, guys. It's not that
0: hard. It's not that hard. The the, The signs are there. Yeah, the the information's there, and you don't have to dig all that hard to find it. Um, You just have to take the time to, to not only find it and read it and analyze it, and you can take a look and you go, I think there could be some issues moving forward.
1: All right, let's switch, switch gears and chat Ford for a moment here. A couple interesting stories over on FordAuthority.com. Good website. Ford Supply Chain Exec, Annie Louie, Lou, Lou, excuse me, leaves company. I haven't read this, but this is fascinating to me. Let's take a peek. Over the past three years, the industry has faced many supply chain issues, limiting production, yada, yada, yada. Ford Supply Chain Management and Jonathan Jennings as Vice President. Now there's another executive shakeup has occurred as Annie... The we, excuse me, executive director of purchasing for the Ford Model he has left the company. So not only is Ford getting hit from mm. the left, let's say, by, I don't know, uh, quality control issues. Yes. They're then getting hit by the right side with uh, executives and folks that don't want to still work there and stick around.
0: Not well, good news. Well, what, what we don't know is did she leave on her own or was she asked to leave? Um, so that's the part we don't know.
1: There you go, Pops. So I'll pull it up on the screen yeah. so everyone can see. I spoke with Annie last night, said Ford spokesman T.R. Reed. She said that her plans changed, influenced by the needs of her family. Like others here, I wish her the best. She expressed the same. For okay, Ford, so Ford asked her to leave.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The plans for your family. Yeah, things changed. Yeah. Well, we're not going to pay anymore. So you need to find other plans to be able to provide for your family. Um, Could be. Yeah. Maybe the stuff that she was finding just wasn't cheap enough for them to continue because they're losing. Allegedly. Yep. They, they're not making any money on their electric vehicle division that the cost of, of building those cars is greater than what they actually wholesale those vehicles to the dealers for now. You know, as a long-term business strategy, I know that doesn't work. Okay, okay, you can't you can't spend more to build it than what you're selling it for, and continue to stay in business for a very, very long time. So, um, you know, somewhere along the line, somebody at Ford must be going, "We need to be able to find the stuff we need at an even cheaper price." Well, they already have quality control issues because a lot of the 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 components that they found at a cheaper price just aren't very good components. Yep. So I, you know, I, I maybe they just really need to adjust their pricing so that it reflects what their cost is. From Randy,
1: what would help is for Ford and GM to follow the lead of Honda, Toyota, produce small, inexpensive sedans. Yeah, they would definitely capture market share, but again, they don't make quite as much money that way. And interestingly, yes. on the EV front, supposedly they don't make. Any money? There was another piece of Ford news, which was that they lost the um, uh, who was it? Consumer Reports
0: or no, no, this was Power. Or th- th- this was I don't know. Which one is this? S P Mobility or something? I never heard of. Them. But that's besides the point. <laughs> no, S P is huge. S P No, well, yeah. well, I don't know. Was it SP Mobility? It was on automotive news. Here,
1: I'll pull it up. It's over. Give, it, give us one second here. It's automotive loyalty. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Ford news is measured loyalty by. Award. Uh, they lost it to Tesla, so let's yes. be clear there. Ford has long enjoyed having some of the most loyal customers in the automotive world, most of whom have come back to the brand time and time again. In fact, the Blue Oval topped S&P Global. S&P is massive, so no yes. know
0: S&P. Would that be um, standard and Porsche? Yep,
1: Mobility's overall loyalty to make a category in the Automotive Loyalty Awards. Yeah,
0: And that's a mouthful.
1: For yes, an impressive 12 consecutive years, as well as tracking up 21 total wins. I wonder if this has anything to do with increased prices, it has, terrible quality.
0: Well, I don't know. Good.
1: Tesla managed to wrangle the honor away from Ford this year, a change that SP at least partially attributes to supply chain shortages, as some customers were apparently enticed to switch brands with so few choices on dealer lots. So congratulations to Tesla. Yeah, now the and Tesla,
0: Tesla was number one in a number of categories. Um that honestly if, if I may, yeah. honestly mean nothing. Okay. I mean, that doesn't matter if Tesla with it or someone else with it, These no, categories it, mean, mean it mean, the whole thing means nothing. Okay. It, it, it just, but it, it it is some type of unique measure of, of loyalty that, that customers might have to a brand. Um, how exactly how that's measured, I have no we, idea. You,
1: you guys have seen over on the Car channel, we didn't comment on the Consumer Reports uh, data that recently mm-hmm. came out. There was also, um, I think it's J.D. Power does it, like vehicle reliability or something like There's that. There's so These many. These studies are so flawed. I'm not saying that S&P, I've, I've done no research on S&P. No. But the, the, the one for reliability is such a, It's such, we, we made the mistake last year of covering it. And then we did more research. It's not reliability. It's how many tech issues do seniors have in cars? There's a reason Buick is always the most reliable in that study because they have the least amount of tech in the car. In so anyway, case. there's these these publications. I don't. I don't.
0: Well, and the Consumer here. Reports one is is strictly based on information from readers of Consumer Reports who respond. Well, they also do like road
1: tests and so. Anyway, it's all. Everything's a little subjective. But that shouldn't come as too much of a surprise
0: no not yet not, <laughs> not today yet. yeah
1: hey I want to remind everyone that in about 20 minutes yes, over on car edge electric yes oh pops my. will be live with kimberly and justice so if you're interested in learning more about electric vehicles apparently
0: elon might be there i see him hiding yeah hiding in the gold wing door of his one of his finer vehicles. yeah the model x so if you're mm-hmm. interested
1: in that please go check out car edge electric really fun show that Justice may, may is on I may I add go one thing
0: yeah. even if you're not interested in it just show the hell up okay we need we need eyeballs we need viewers get your get your eyes over there okay because there's some really interesting conversations that go on on that channel um that that uh, provide multiple viewpoints yeah. uh, around many issues and if if I may I I, I think it's it's a very valuable conversation and that as many people as possible should be a part of
1: it. I 100% agree. I love the differing perspectives that you and Justice bring to the table. And it'll be interesting to hear Kimberly there. Ashley yeah. will be there as well. Hey, I want to remind everyone that we have some really cool new stuff launching on CarEdge.com today. Free stuff. When you're right. on a particular vehicle, when yeah. you click on I want this car, right. you'll be able to go to our deal roadmap. And the deal roadmap will step-by-step walk you through the purchasing process of that particular vehicle. So things like you can add your trade in. So if you have a vehicle that you've already added to CarEdge, you can pull that in here. So I'll pull in my Honda Ridgeline. You can get financing through one of our credit union partners, or just enter your approved rate and your approved amount. Maybe you're not going to finance, so I'll say no. Then you're going to get the -the out-the-door quote script that you should use at the dealership. Go ahead and Copy that, head to the dealer's website, use the live chat, do what you need to do there. Wow. Tell us what out-the-door price you got by filling out the -the out-the-door quote. This will be where your car edge coach can come in and check on the deal that you're working on. We go walk you through all the different steps. And even when you get to the end here and you're done reminding you what you need to bring to the dealership, this is going live
0: today folks oh my okay. god this is almost as good as turbo tax <laughs>
1: we're working on it man we've got a lot of work to do but that's going live this afternoon so please go check out caredge.com 100% free what we just showed you there you, you and know I'm if excited. this gets as
0: big as turbo tax we could own a
1: basketball team we could year. own a basketball team one yeah. year that'd be a lot of fun yeah hey just want to pull up a comment here from tom these guys totally ignore their own chat group not at all tom we love the chat we appreciate everyone being here um and, and we really like always we we have such uh, appreciation and admiration for the community so not at all tom thanks for being here we we appreciate it and in that in that spirit that us yes. end let's end on a bit of a high note how's that sound uh, as opposed to our typical low note i'm yes. going over to the community forum car slash community let's go to success stories okay here we go car yeah. edge chat convo is worth the extra savings of fifteen hundred dollars wow shall we
0: Yes, that was posted 15 hours ago. 15 hours ago. Today,
1: I can report that I'm a happy owner of a 2023 CX9 Grand Touring. I've been a regular viewer of Car Edge since the mid 2020s and a recent member plus participant. I have enjoyed the insight and informative discussions between Zachary and the other Car Edge team members. This month, I applied the knowledge from the YouTube videos, Deal School 3.0, and success stories to make an offer on a 2023 Mazda vehicle. I used the member chat option to connect with Mario. Love Mario. Yes, it's great. Yeah. He encouraged me to ask for more off my original offer of $44,878. I was inspired with his success to negotiate over 7% mm-hmm. off MSRP. I did contact a New Hampshire dealer that was offering a $43,616. Uh, on a GT model plus free delivery to Massachusetts, I went to the dealer. I uh, went to purchase at the local dealership because I like supporting local
0: businesses. I like that.
1: Therefore, letting the Massachusetts dealer know <laughs> that the competition of a regional Mazda dealership was a plus for me. I got an additional $1,500 sale price reduction. The price ended up being $43,378 in the end. I am happy with the car purchase experience because Car Edge. I would not have been confident or aware of my bargaining power without them. Thanks to the team. My offer was successful because I had inside of Car Edge in my head, reminding me that CX90 models are coming soon. The dates <laughs> on the lot, the vehicle was over 100 days. The manufacturer incentives with financing of 3.9%, which is awesome. Yeah, our strong zoom zoom. Well, you so know, not what? only do we he go needs to the, the jet, Ray
0: Shevsky stamp of approval.
1: Unclear if he or she, but re- yeah. either way, congratulations yes, that person on a job yes. well done.
0: Yes, yes. congratulations.
1: All right, you need to go to the makeup room before your next show. Again, Car Edge. Maybe get a
0: quick shave in.
1: Car Edge Electric, please, everyone, go check that out. We'll be back when?
0: Uh, I believe tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, with more news that you can use from Car Edge. Um, So, yes, thanks, everybody, for being here. I look forward to seeing all of you, all of you, damn it, in 15 minutes on Car Edge Electric Unplugged. It'll be worth your time, I promise. Thanks, Pops. Glad to have you you back. Yes. See you guys. Bye-bye, everybody.